Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Let's have an official start so I can edit out all that crap. We just blotty blot on. Hello, a walk in the park podcast, pals. This Hello. is Babs. Hello. What the hell just happened? Oh, what? Life, the world. Sorry, no, I clicked on to remove something and it took me off my screen. So I don't know what that was all about, but I'm here. So that's all that matters. It's all about uh, we are out of practice with our podcast yeah we are how's everybody doing good good meh <laughs> i'm uh, honest i, I can't be real. that bad you're sitting next to your pool i know i know but there's a lot i can complain about and i will if given the opportunity all right all right well i can give you i can give you your soapbox if you want to use it yeah, yeah. Where's that soapbox been hiding? <laughs> no, let's see. I don't know what my soapbox would be. I mean, these are first world problems that I'd like to complain about, but I have not enjoyed traveling via airplane this summer. Yeah, I, don't, I of... think you and probably millions of other Americans are in the same boat as you. Yes. Yes. I know. Delta just made a deal with their pilots. They're going to pay them more money. So hopefully that'll change things before the end of the summer. Okay. They can pay them more money, but that only helps if it gets them more pilots. Yeah, that too. too. (laughs) I believe the problem is they don't have enough people, not just pilots, but flight crews to fly the planes. Yeah, so they're, they're, that's hearing. one of the they, they, it goes hand in hand. They quit because they weren't getting paid enough. So they'll probably uh, come back to work now. I see. So it's like they were on a, a strike that didn't wasn't officially called a strike. Correct. So like when the pandemic hit, they didn't. Well, the other well that's thing, separate because the pandemic separate, was. I know, but that led to this, and the other thing was that. Um, they don't, they, there's been an ongoing issue with the amount of hours they have to work. So, yeah. Pilots, so like, that's not right either. So, the, yeah, they've been, they, they came to an agreement and they're going to start, I guess, hiring more and then paying them the money they deserve. Yeah, I mean, what I had heard was, in particular, Delta, you know, during the pandemic, they asked a lot of pilots to take early retirement. So they, and they, I'm sure cut back on their flight attendance. So, you know, they let people go to 
maintain their profit margins or whatnot. And then, which, you know, okay, some might say, well, that's how you have to run a business. But then you don't get to just sell all these flights that you know you don't have people to staff. That's what Delta did. I mean, and everybody's like buying these flights. And I don't know if Delta thought, oh, we'll offer like eight flights a day, let's say between Atlanta and Sarasota. And we'll cancel the ones that, you know, aren't full. They're all freaking full. Everybody's flying. Right. Right. So, but it's like, oh, well, now we have to pick and choose because we only have, you know, well, let's see what crew shows up for what. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I have my family. We have upcoming travel uh, later this month, this month being July. And I'm really dreading it because we're, like, flying out in the evening in Sarasota, connecting through, I don't know if it's JFK or LaGuardia, it's one of the two. Yikes, uh, sorry about that. New York airports at night to fly to Providence. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably the flight that'll get canceled. And obviously, as you know, Chris, and I don't know, maybe you know your Northeast geography, MB, but I mean, you can drive from New York City to Rhode Island. It's not that far a drive. No. But then, you know, it's more that then you have to get a car. And then the airport still has your luggage and won't give it back to you, which is what happened when Vivian and I flew up to Maryland last month for her program. And we got stuck in Atlanta because they canceled our flight and they wouldn't even give us our luggage back. Like I wasn't even rebooked on a flight that was going to the same airport that my luggage was checked to. And the Delta baggage people at the Atlanta airport were, well, the one guy I dealt with was an asshole. I'm just going to say it. Hey, so sorry. That sucks. Yeah. I have a lot of travel complaints that I could go on about, but frankly, I'm too tired right now. So you guys just tell me what you want to talk about and I'll just chime in. <laughs> but not too many Wimbledon results because, you know, I'm always behind you people. So you have to tell me what the match is and I'll tell you if I know the result. I don't have a not- result, but I can tell you there's some controversy going on with Curios uh, and Tsitsipas right now. Okay, no, hang on. Because first of all, is that a match? It's going on right now. Okay, then don't tell me because I have not heard anything. So I can't, I don't want to hear anything about that match. Nothing. That's enough. Just that there's drama. Well, it doesn't even have to, it has nothing to do with them playing. Eh, okay. Do they hate each other? I don't know. All right. I mean, I don't know. I've tried to be, I've tried to catch up on some tennis, but I definitely have not seen that match anywhere in my tennis recordings. Going on right now, and yes. there was some controversy. I on what channel? I'm curious. Uh, it's ESPN. Guy, ESPN and my recordings only said they were only going to 1 p.m. today. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. So I mean, it. I want something. I forgot what just happened. That it some. Oh, Chris walked in the door because he had been running errands, and he goes on with the curious match and I said I don't know it's not on at the moment but we weren't I had walked in and I wasn't watching it either one of his friends uh. said something and goes all I can say is curious is a, 
a madman or something like that. Okay, so everybody knows that. Look it up. And everybody it's going on right, but it's going yeah. on right now. Yeah, except weird. I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's on my ESPN. I have the extra channels. Um, yeah, but it should be on right now. Maybe it is, but that's annoying because it says, well, I don't know. I have one channel and it's on and I'm on ESPN and it's not on. It's that commercial oh, on okay. ESPN. I don't know. Anyway, all right. All right. How about some? So the, anyway, yes, there's a controversy. We all know. Curious is a madman. Here, I'll tell you something because I don't think. Have you seen any of the doubles? Uh, yes. I just this yesterday. I all these extra channels I get, there were some doubles. So that was interesting. I didn't know and, uh, what. Uh, is Serena playing doubles? I haven't seen her. Out. No, she lost. Well, we know she lost in the well, first I... round of singles, but I don't think she's, be yeah. I don't know. If, I mean, Venus is playing doubles, but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen Serena play doubles. That's why I was asking. Have you seen that stupid woman that beats Serena keeps winning? I think she's in the round of 16. No, uh, she won today, then yes, but I don't know that. I think she, I don't think she's lost. So wherever it was that she <laughs> was, I don't I'll like her. i right now. Me I don't neither. like her. But anywho, yes. So as we know, as all of our listeners know, we talk a lot about tennis on this on this podcast, which is what it is like. Yeah, I don't know, she, won, she moved forward. She moved forward. She beat somebody. She beat a British person. Yeah, I don't know. So, anywho, okay. That interesting. Yeah. So we'll leave it all at that. We'll leave it all at that. So, do you guys have any Fourth uh, of July plans? No. So uh, it, my girlfriend Cindy was born on the fourth of July. However, we're we're celebrating her birthday tomorrow night. Gotcha. So no, no for the actual day. No for the actual day. Yeah, we don't either. We're not big Fourth of July people. Not the birth. Not you know patriotic, but it's just it's a little too much for us. It's too noisy. People are too rowdy all that well you know and the other thing is it's like i did i just always worry about all the horses and the animals in the area with the fireworks and that's always a big complaint around here everybody goes on yep. to that app uh next to her neighbor and they always yep. talk about how their horses are there. and i'm like somebody's just got to put a ban on it i suppose because outside you're not gonna unless you i don't know what else to do but it's i do feel bad for animals in general because it can't just be horses and dogs that are are bothered by it it's got to be all animals i don't know it doesn't really bother my cats it never has they but i mean here's the reality you're going to have fireworks shows so anybody that lives near where like say the town does fireworks is just out of luck but what the southern states do is they just make it legal for everybody to fire off fireworks in their cul-de-sac and their yards and so it's just True. like extra loud yes right. and cl and close so another reason 
that I don't like that. I mean, that would, no such thing is allowed or was, I mean, fireworks aren't even legal to purchase in a lot of, well, I don't know in how many states, but there are states in this country where it is not legal to purchase fireworks. New Jersey. I think I, I think I grew up in one of those. I think Massachusetts is not legal. Yeah, it's not legal in Jersey. I my cousins used to drive either out down to Virginia for the day and go get fireworks and bring them back because or West Virginia, wherever it was closer to go and get yeah. fireworks because you couldn't do it in Jersey. And then I'm like, why? That's cool as hell, but the co- as soon as the cops hear you or a neighbor hears you, you're gonna get caught. So right, I, exactly. It's just kind and of you fun. know I would be all I would be all over that. I'd be the fireworks police. I'd be like, I see you, I see you. Yep, yep. So yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I get it, I get it. So anyway, I'm sure that starting, I I heard some last night, but I'm sure tonight it'll really kick up. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure where you guys are might be a little, might be a little rowdy, you never know. Yep, yep. So, uh, Anywho, has anybody been paying attention to what's going on in the world? Uh, so we know some bad news, but then I, I, I didn't, I told, this is crazy to me. A lot of stuff has been going on with the Supreme Court, and yet, what's her name was just appointed to the Supreme Court, and it was barely a blip in the news. Is it just me, or did I not, and I watch the news, and I read it. Well, I mean, the news was more around her confirmation hearings and when she was confirmed, but I don't think, I mean, I think maybe she officially, quote, took office like yesterday because she wasn't on the, she wasn't on the court this calendar year. So the end of June is always when the Supreme Court releases all of its big decisions. That's like their big moment, but she isn't a part of them. So she isn't a part of the conversation on any of the decisions that are coming out right now and that's the focus is the actual decisions not who's you know rolling on or rolling off the court so justice Breyer is done and i'm saying june 30th because that's like the last day of the court's session um it's kind of like a big deal when you get a new supreme court judge regardless of whether you know when they're confirmed or not it's she took office so it still should be something well, but also they're on recess over the summer. So I suspect it'll be like more of a big deal when they resume in the fall. I guess. I mean, I appreciate it, but I, I appreciate what you're saying. I just think they probably like, she already got the attention during the confirmation hearings. There's nothing going on at the Supreme Court over the summer. And then there'll probably be, you know, maybe a little bit of hoopla when she actually, you know, officially starts the work of a an associate supreme court justice okay that's my thinking anyway uh as to why and of course there's just so much else going on in the news that right i mean we've we've got inflation we've got stagflation we've got gas prices we've got the war in ukraine we've got monkeypox yeah Oh yeah, is that still around? What have you heard about oh, that? Yeah. That the cases are going up. Okay. That's uh 
weird, I guess. Anything else to say about that? Can you tell the listeners what monkeypox is or how it got here or why we should care? It's not like it's the next coronavirus, right? No. So what else can you share about monkeypox? Causes skin lesions. Ooh, okay, that sounds gross. That's gross, dude. Um, here, let's see. I mean, I'm sure I've heard of monkeypox, obviously, and I'm sure maybe a lot of our listeners have as well. Let's see. Oh, okay. Well, recently on June 28th, the National Monkeypox Vaccine Strategy was released by the White House. Let's see what they've got. They've got, let's see. For years, the United States has invested in research on monkeypox and tools to effectively respond to the disease. Monkeypox is a virus that is generally spread through closer intimate contact with symptoms that include a rash and fever. It is much less transmissible than fast-spreading respiratory diseases like COVID-19, and this outbreak has not caused any deaths in the United States. The virus, however, is spreading in the United States and globally and requires a comprehensive response from federal, state, local, and international governments and communities. All righty. Well, just add it to the vaccine hopper, I yes. guess. Uh, uh. I mean, interesting. I imagine the vaccine strategy will be targeted at kind of higher risk groups. But all right, so monkeypox. Pox upon us all. <laughs> what else? What else is new and interesting in the world? I haven't really been paying that close attention to the news. I'm, I'm behind on my reading of the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, because I've been traveling and then recovering from traveling and work is crazy and all that good stuff. What have you been doing to keep yourself busy this summer, MB? Playing tennis and walking. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So doing the George. And then on the 13th, I'm going to Seattle. Oh, you're going to throw your hat into the uh, travel nightmare. Yes. All righty then. That will hopefully work out better for you. Are you flying Delta? Yes. <laughs> okay, so it might not work out that well for you then. Well it's, an uh, early, well, it's an early morning flight. Yes, I know that they've said that that's the better option, although partially that's just because then you have more chances of getting rebooked on a flight later in the day. Although a flight like Seattle, I'm sure Delta doesn't make that many flights to Seattle on a daily basis. So hopefully they wouldn't cancel that. Um, although, you know, as I probably shared maybe with either or both of you at some point or on this podcast, uh, Naomi and Jonathan were flying from LA to Tampa back in May and Delta only runs two flights a day, you know, like there across the country, back and forth, back and forth. And they canceled their morning flight from LA to Tampa. So... Unfortunately, a morning flight does not always guarantee that you uh, are going to be okay, but it is what they're suggesting. It's the best you can do, I think. Like take a, take a, uh, 
take a chance on a morning flight. Yeah, but you know so what? That's it's exciting. How long are you going to be there for? Until the 21st of July. Oh, wow. Okay. So like eight days or a week or something like that. Let's see how many days I think it's. Well, 13 plus eight is 21. So I'm going to say eight days. Yeah. I'm going to say eight days. Um, oh, man, you know, I, I'm going to say I hate passwords too. Like when you I don't try like to log passwords. In. I don't, well, I don't like even my stupid devices don't remember passwords. It's like, come on, give me a freaking break. A-holes. <laughs> I'm not having I'm not having a good day today. I'm not I'm enjoying this say, day. It's not going good for you, man. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, we had to take Jonathan's car to the Honda dealership this morning because Naomi broke it on Thursday. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so she um is a bad driver, basically. And she slammed on, she was driving with her sister. We got the story later. She was driving with her sister. She like slammed on the brakes really hard and made a sharp turn and basically broke the uh, vehicle stability slash anti-brake system modula modular. That's not good. What the heck? Yeah, especially since it cost $2,000 to fix it. Oh, no. Here's the kicker, though. You don't have to fix it. You, the car will still drive. It's just not as safe. So, I mean, but Riss and I, we grew up in those days when you didn't have ABS. No. It's like, yeah, if you brake too hard, you might lose control of your car. So that's what Jonathan's car is back to. He's back to a, currently a basic car because Naomi's a bad driver. Oh, man. Of course, we were appreciating the irony that, like, you're supposed to be able to slam on your brakes, right? That's like right. one of the things. There's the, the car is not supposed to break when you actually, you know, need the system that right. is supposed to protect is supposed to protect you. So, anywho, oh, yeah. I'm so I had to do a lot that. of extra driving today. So you know how I feel about that. Um, I bet you're tired. I'm. Yeah, I'm tired. I haven't gotten any exercise. I'm unhappy. It's a lot. I'm sorry. I it's... wish I was there with you right now in your pool. Having, and I would have made you a drink and some guacamole. Yeah, exactly. That's what I need. That's what I need, of course. Yeah. Anywho, all right. Sorry, I feel like this is not that this interesting for our listeners. So is there anything else we... Want to share with them besides travel? Oh, you want woes. me to do a you want me to do a share care? Yes, do a share care. You might not care, or you might. I don't know. <laughs> well, remember, we're caring. You want us to care, and that's why you're sharing. So, so August got all four wisdom teeth taken out yesterday. Oh my gosh! Yesterday, Jeez. really? Yep, yesterday we had to be at the doctor's office at seven fifteen. And he was out, we, well, we were out the door by about 8.30. He was done by 8.15 or so, but um, yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> we had to roll him okay? out. Yeah, he's actually, he's doing really well. He's, 
up and about. He really hasn't complained at all. Um, he's eating certain things and he's kind of fine. Good. Yeah, he just doesn't, he, his system doesn't do well with um, the- Anesthesia? Uh, yeah, the... because he tends to throw up after. So yeah. it was a residual effect late into yesterday, but once he, uh, he seems to be fine now, but um, yeah, he, he didn't react well to that. But other than that, he's been okay. Yay! Yeah, it's good. It's good. He says he's going to go out and play tennis. He keeps threatening that, and we're like, yeah, no, you're not playing tennis. For hilarious. Um, yeah, there are some rules, I think, about physical exercise after getting your wisdom teeth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not doing jazz. I mean, he got up, he played his guitar today. So, I mean, <laughs> and he's playing, he's watching TV, and he's just hanging out. He's just, he's, he just can't, um, he wants more food. He, it's like, he made himself mashed potatoes right. today and he can eat um, scrambled eggs. So he's probably going to make some of that for dinner. I remember getting my wisdom teeth taken out. I know. I, I know. know. Super and fun, I like, right? I like the, the contraption they gave you for the ice, the ice pack. Yes. Yeah. Well, like Stephanie got that for him though. Your sister got that for you, right? I yes. think. Yeah, they didn't, the oh. dentist or, yeah, yeah, didn't give it to him. That was Stephanie's smart thinking. They gave August one, but I didn't like it. It was kind of flimsy, but it, it, he, only uh, used it for, he used it yesterday. He hasn't used it at all today because he's not, he's just, he's not in that much pain. He's just, he's knock on wood. He's doing all right. Well, glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I've just, I've been in a funk, honestly, like being out of town for a week with Vivian up at her program in Maryland. I, even though I've been back for a week now, I guess a week today, although technically I didn't get in until midnight last week. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm not myself yet. It was just, that trip was a lot, hmm. but Vivian very much enjoyed her program. I was just going to say, I'm glad that, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad for that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We'll see. The, the program leader of her specific group within the program created this WhatsApp group for them. Oh, cool. And was like, yeah, we're going to stay in touch and we're going to solve all these world problems. And uh, we're going to try to, you know, meet virtually every two weeks and talk about our progress and all this other stuff and uh it's just funny he liked Vivian and she was kind of a leader during her time there and she's like yeah he didn't even ask me he's like and for those of you who can't make it Vivian will take notes and distribute them <laughs> <laughs> which I guess he told them he had done this guy he's like a PhD candidate I think at University of Michigan and he's just working this program for the summer and uh he said he's still like on his WhatsApp group from like 10 years ago when he did a similar program. He's like, not everybody stays, but there's a core group of people. But I don't know. I can't say I would recommend this program. Honestly, we just lucked out like Vivian once we got her there. She had a great time and nothing bad happened, but they seem pretty disorganized. 
Mm. And she did go to the, she did go to the first week of the program, but she told me, you know, they just, these programs, they just start kids check in, you know, on a Sunday and uh, whatever the next week session that was starting after, you know, her session concluded, they canceled it Oh, because they, because they felt they weren't like organized enough. But yeah, Vivian got to meet some people who were former spies in the CIA. And can you believe that one of the women, she, the job she retired from at the CIA was, wait for it, chief of disguise. That's a real thing. That's a real job. Chief of disguise. Dude, that's what awesome. The Isn't that hilarious? I, um, I did motivate Vivian. She's, I'm, She's going to learn Russian. I wanted her to learn Mandarin Chinese, but like the people she that talked to them said, listen, you know, Spanish is great, but we don't really need it. They're like, right. we need language. We need languages that a lot of people don't speak. And it's like Russian and Mandarin. And we decided Russian. Yeah, probably. But Russian is easier. Oh, there's a little bunny in my garden. It's so cute. Hello, <laughs> bunny. Hello, little bunny. Let's see. Can we can we up oh, up oh, the bunny ran behind the flowers? Hello, little Aww. bunny. Come show yourself to my friends. Can you see Tell it? the bunny to go stay safe because those crocodiles could get them. I know, I know. Hi bunny. And you're a little bunny. I should go get you a carrot. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Um all right, what were we talking about? Spies, Russian. Oh yeah, Russian. So anyway, ah, I bet German is not that useful to them. Not that many people speak it. It's not like a, you know, probably they're an ally. They CIA needs you to speak languages that people we're not friendly with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, you know, Russian, and I told Vivian, I said, okay, just so you know, there's, it's a Cyrillic alphabet, you know, so it's going to look a little different. But I had forgot, because I took Russian in college, and one of the confusing things about Russian is they have letters that look like ours, but they're completely different. So, like, they're RP, they have what looks like our, you know, American letter P in their alphabet, but it's an R. Oh, right. And then they have, they have a... a letter that looks like our n i mean if you look at it subtly you'll notice the difference but it does look similar to our n and it's a p so like papa is looks to us like if you just glanced it you'd be like oh that's nana but no it's papa hmm. i know so i know what i found interesting is so i decided you know i had started russian duolingo a little bit last year or whatever but I have so many languages going and then I fell away from Duolingo but I was like oh yeah like I kind of remember this well like Katila 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 how are you um if if she needs someone to network with about Russian studies somebody on my Tennis team has a daughter who's going through her Russian studies right now through uh, UGA. All um, right, perfect. So I, I gotta get Vivian on it. Her, I, I feel like she's going down the FBI road herself, but let me check. 
Let me double check with Denise and see what the major, like I, for, I forgot exactly what she's studying, but she, she needs Russian for it. And I want to say right. it's government related. So if it is, well, I'll let you know. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, the people that, you know, spoke to Vivian's program, they said, like, for a career in the, and I don't know if they, they maybe were specifically talking about the CIA, not the FBI, but um, they're like, it doesn't really matter what you major in, you just need to be top in your field. Hmm. So, because um, I was like, do you have to do criminal justice? I'm like, I don't think criminal justice would be that interesting. I mean, Vivian has speculated, oh, maybe I do criminal justice, but it is like, you could do something like Russian studies because, you know, then you're, you could be like a CIA analyst with an expertise in Russia. Right. Now, Vivian, Vivian would want to be a field agent. She'd want to be a spy, of course, but of course. There, are other, there are other jobs at the CIA as well where you're actually not a spy, but you work for the CIA, but we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> so, so yes, so yes, it's, uh, it's just a lot right now. It's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, it is, it is. So what else, what else do we want to talk about? Cause now I feel like I have to go watch this Sissipas Curious match and uh, I still have to exercise. You guys already got your exercise today, didn't you? Yeah. Which of you exercised? Yeah, I did. Yeah. But I really, I'm very proud of myself because I wasn't feeling well, but then I, I went for a long walk and I probably sweat a little bit of it out of me because it is hot. This ah, were you hungover? No, I, I just, I, I just feel like I'm having. Oh, it's a little off. Yeah. So if I felt better and then, you know what? I got a headache because. I don't know. It could have been just because I was overwhelmed. I had to drive to Norcross just today to pick up something off of Craigslist. And so uh -huh. I flew to go there, but then I did and then I felt better. So I'm fine. <laughs> All right. All right. What about you, MB? What was your exercise today? Walking. Walking. Did you do the loop or what, what route did you take? Walked up to Kegel and then walked it back. That's a good okay. one. Yeah, I took. Do you ever do the loop, or do you always walk to Kegel and back? I do the loop sometimes. Gotcha. How'd my old house look? Good. Yeah, it looks good. They did a little bit to the landscaping. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I know. I was just thinking about that house the other day because I shared on Facebook, which I rarely do because I'm so. And frequently on there, but I went into Facebook and it was sharing a video I posted 10 years ago of us trying to fry an egg on the sidewalk in front of the I, house. I saw that. <laughs> so I shared that and that, remind, that reminded me of the house. Oh, did you? I'll have to go into Facebook and see. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I sometimes I go in and check. So I will see if Facebook like pops up a memory to me. And then I do like one scroll and I get so many ads in Facebook now that I'm just like, oh, forget it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ads oh my gosh, man, you know. What? Ads are annoying. Mm -hmm. Ads are annoying. But you know what Facebook made me think of is not even that I care about that this much, but I guess I care about it a little because I'm going to comment on it here was like the whole thing with Sheryl Sandberg and her stepping down. It's like, 
I want to try to figure out is like Facebook trying to like shame her or is she really an awful person that's been getting away with stuff for years? Inquiring minds. January 6th committee hearings. Wait, sorry. Uh, Riss, she's the chief operating officer, the number two person at Facebook. She's the woman who wrote Lean In. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's been Mark Zuckerberg's right hand person and her husband, who is like another C level executive somewhere, like drop dead running on a treadmill in a hotel or something. Yikes. Several years ago. Um, sorry, MB, what were you going to say? You've been following the January 6th hearings? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. Drop, drop, drop some knowledge there, because so what, what can you share with the listeners? Forgot what day it was. I think it was Wednesday. Huh? That was Ada Mark Meadows testified. Oh, I thought they were not going to subpoena him. Okay. Oh. Her name's Cassidy Hutchinson. Oh, oh wait, you, I thought you were no, talking, talking about Mark about Meadows. The assistant. Oh, yes. Yes, I heard about that. You mean Mark Meadows' assistant testified? Yes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, I've heard of her. And of course, now the Republicans are trying to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Go after her. Yeah, they're targeting her, of course, because nobody could picture Trump behaving like a lunatic. Please give me a break. Yeah, of course, wanna, she's telling the truth. They want to bring forward people from the FBI who are willing to testify that that never happened. But I'm like, sure, you can get anybody to testify about anything if you have enough dirt on them or if they, there's something else going on. So that's all ridiculous. The one thing I found interesting was Trump throwing ketchup against the wall. <laughs> Wait, what? Supposedly, Trump threw ketchup against the wall in the White House. Uh, yeah, he got okay. mad, so he threw some dishes and whatever. Because at that but point, ketchup landed on the wall. That point, yeah, he was just had lost it because too many people were telling him to drop the election results, just drop the whole thing, and just let it go. But he he didn't want to hear that. And honestly, the only it was like two really it was Giuliani the story is that Giuliani was the one who came to him in a drunken stupor one night <laughs> and told him sounds on brand sounds on told brand. him that he should fight the election results and that's what he wanted to hear so then right. it's like well now I'm going to go ahead and do it but the whole right. time all these other people are saying why are you bothering like just I forgot who the main guy was, the one lawyer for the White House. Yeah. Well, I mean, Attorney General Barr told him no. Yeah, he it told him like, no, but then there was the other White House lawyer who said... I, I mean, like White House chief counsel or something, yeah. yeah. He told Mark Meadows, he said, what's the something transition... When orderly you, transition. Yeah, he said, yeah. I want to repeat these words, orderly transition. That's what he oh, yeah. understands. And I so think I kind of remember this. Team, but nobody was listening. And so Trump was just getting more and more agitated. But then what's very interesting is how all these people are now looking for pardons. And it's like, 
Well, well, they ain't going to get him from Biden. Yeah, I think Giuliani tried to get Trump to pardon him. And I mean, yeah. good luck they're, with they're that. Asked, they were asking for for Trump to give them pardons. And it's like, which he can't now. He's he can't. no longer president. So yeah, right. you don't you don't get an ongoing pardon power after you're no longer president. Right, right. Oh, that's just too funny. Um, yeah, I do have the recordings, I think, Chris, from when you were visiting, like the original, the first recordings. I just, I haven't watched them. Like I said, I've been reading some, but. And then, wait uh, a second, there was one more hearing, I want to say it was Thursday, because they wanted to get it in right before recess. Yeah. But I didn't watch that because normally I have it on in the background and I listen to any revelations while I'm folding laundry and stuff like that. But I didn't I, yeah. very last minute that they wanted to put it on. So I don't know what was said. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what's going to happen. Unfortunately, it's like here we are in July. So we've got four more months until the midterm elections. Yeah. yeah, midterm elections. Oh, don't even get me started. So, you know, my county, they uh, mailed Jonathan and Naomi their new voter registration cards because I guess with uh, the census, there's been some redistricting and like whatever you have a new voting place. Um, but they didn't send my card. I registered to vote at the DMV the same day as Jonathan and they have never sent me a card. I've emailed them to request it. I, it's just so frustrating. When I go online, I check and I see that I'm registered to vote, but they just will not send me a card and it's driving me crazy. So now it's back on my to-do list and I'll be like, call and say, I didn't get a new card. Maybe that'll work. It's just yeah. so frustrating. So frustrating. I hate it. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. All right. I got to go watch some tennis because now I'm like, Damn, did I not even get Sissy Post and Curios recorded? Oh, that would make me sad. I, I think well, it was on I mean, it'll, it'll eventually come back on, uh, you know, Tennis Channel will pick it up eventually tonight, I'm sure. But I don't know. We'll have to see. And then, Riss, you can record an update. Record a little voice memo about what all the chaos was about, and I'll drop it into the podcast at the end. Oh, okay. I'll do so that. So our listeners know. So our listeners know. Um, yeah, like I'm just looking at the gentleman's bottom half of the draft, which of course, draft, bottom half of the draw, which of course does not interest me. But yeah, so I can see. Let's see. There's four yeah, American men in the draw still. I, still. Is Nadal playing again today? Or is uh, his... Yes, he did play. He did play. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not there yet in my recording. However, I'll assume he won. <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything. Not saying, yeah, anything. Right. not saying anything. All right, people. Well, good to catch up. Good to see your faces. Sorry, I'm not in a better mood today. I'm just very grouchy. Next time, don't worry about it. Just go by your pool and relax. I know, I know. Uh, well, I'm going to watch some tennis. And maybe I have to close up my house again so my family doesn't get mad at me when they come back. Here, let me, let's just walk and see. I love the heat. <laughs>
but you know, my, my family doesn't. Let's see what my downstairs thermostat is saying. <sighs> 84. Ooh, I'm going to visit yeah. this house or they're John and Vivian are going to come back from playing basketball and they're going to be pissed. Yeah, you better no, shut that as down. We know, Jonathan doesn't get pissed, but Vivian will be like, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, tell everybody I said hi. I will say hi to everybody there and be give your mom a big hug. Her trip to Seattle was good. And then, yeah, we'll we'll circle back offline and try to find another time to podcast that isn't too far in the future. Although you and I, MB, we're like out of town competing weeks because you get back on the 21st and I fly out on the 22nd. <laughs> but I don't know. This is like a family vacation up in Rhode Island where we're there for like a week. So I, I might be able to find some time to, to podcast when I'm quote on vacation. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just see how that goes. And what about you, Russ? Are you doing any more travel this summer? I can't remember what you told me if you. Yeah, I have my, I'll go see my mother-in-law in North Carolina. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. And then in September, I, I got to fly up to Jersey for a wedding. Well, and then of course you and I, we got to do our, oh, yeah, we got to we, do yeah. our seaside. In between which that. I am, honestly, this is how bad I am feeling about travel right now. Cause I need to get on the phone and talk to Delta. I want to talk to them about booking that flight to Atlanta for the seaside trip, because I think I have some like credits in my account, which I think Delta is saying, oh, you're they're easier to use now through your app or online because it was so stupid. It'd be like, oh, if you want to use credits in your wallet, you have to call us. And it's like, you're already getting too many calls. Right. But the flight that we got canceled. Yeah. So, anywho. All right, people. All right. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, so Riss never got me a recording of what the deal is between Nick Kyrgios and Stefano's sissy pass. So I just did a quick little Google here myself. And insider.com, an article by Barnaby Lane titled, A Timeline of Nick Kyrgios' and Stefano's sissy pass's turbulent relationship from being doubles partners to playing one of the most ill-tempered Wimbledon matches ever. Okay, uh, I'm just going to summarize here. Curious and Sissipas have one of the most turbulent relationships in tennis. They were once doubles partners, but have been intermittently fighting off the court for years. And what is their complicated fa- past? Uh, Curious and Sissipas first started beefing in 2018, ahead of the 2018 U.S. Open. Uh, Curious appeared to poke fun at Sissy Pass on social media after he, Sissy Pass, had posted about his experiences in New York. Uh, okay, but they put the beef aside to play together a year later. Teamed up in men's doubles. They were knocked out. Uh, let's see. What else is of interest? How are things boiled over in their match? Um, okay, well, that honestly doesn't sound that, uh, 
interesting, but I guess that's what it is. Maybe, uh, <laughs> I will say when I watched the Sissy Pass Curios match and Sissy Pass did, uh, hit a ball into the crowd and allegedly hit a spectator and was not defaulted. I did think it was interesting how Nick was pushing for that and saying, hey, look what happened to Novak in the U.S. Open. You hit someone with a ball, you're, you know, that you hit on purpose, you're out of the tournament, which of course they didn't do. But anyway, sorry if, um, you know, that's not that interesting because I guess you're telling me really a little teasing on social media is what started the beef. But um, anywho, there's that. Bye for now.